0: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Thiefstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void where prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com.
1: Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one.
0: Welcome to part
1: two of the SB Nation NFL Show's Community Row. We have been previewing the draft needs in every single division of the NFC. That was RJ's job. Now it comes to me to do the superior conference, the AFC. We are going to hit every division, tell you the biggest need, the biggest fear, and basically what you should be watching for. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get right to it. There are a lot of things to be positive about if you root for a team in the AFC East. I can't say that for every division in the conference. However, as we pivot to the AFC South now, where things for some of the teams, let's just say not quite as sunny. So we go to Houston where we have Matt Weston Voice of Battle Red Radio for our Houston Texans community here at SB Nation. What's up, Matt? Thanks for the time.
2: Yeah, I'm glad to be able to talk about the AC South, Rob. It's a very dumb division. It's always a lot of fun, but sometimes it isn't very good. And this year, there may be three good teams.
1: What then would be the second biggest draft need in the division?
2: Yeah, well, it's kind of the Jaguars because I really didn't feel they were 1-15 team last year. They lost a lot of close games they had some, they had the injury to Minshew and he kept playing that broken thumb. And whenever they draft Lawrence first overall, like they may be a team that may be able to balance like it's the middle pack. And with the extra wildcard wild team, they could be like a one in 15 team that makes the playoffs next year, potentially. So then that's a good need. Uh, but the, the two top teams are the Titans and the Colts. Once again, I think for, for both those teams, you know, the Colts, they need a love tackle. They signed Sam Tevy to do it. Sam Tevy's really bad. He's worse than Julian Davenport is. Um, Sam Tevy. Blocking for Carson Wentz's blind side would be accountable for probably 13 uh, forced fumbles at least. <laughs> uh, it'd, it'd be absolute pair for hell for the Colts. And then also the Titans, I think they need another skilled player, whether it's an outside receiver. There's some Julio Jones, like kind of like talks that came up on the internet today. And uh, they're losing John Smith as well to the time position. I think they could use a right tackle as well. They have Kendall Lamb there, but Kendall Lamb's one of the worst run blocking tackles in football. And the Titans with their mid-zone offense – um, that we're expecting that Arthur Jones isn't there anymore. I think an offensive tackle for them would be good, too. But I really think it kind of comes down to the Colston left tackle. They could probably use their pass rusher. And then Tynes, another the skilled player whether it's an outside receiver, kind of a like an athletic tight end or another offensive tackle on their end. But those are probably the biggest needs in the in the division right now.
1: Do you think the Colts feel extra pressure to kind of shore up the O-line because they made the big move for Carson Wentz so like they want to look like they were right on that one so they know if they shore up the offensive line that kind of helps them look better
2: I think so I think also like Wentz last year was the least viable player in the NFL <laughs> he was like the worst quarterback by DVOA DYAR and like he just has so many fumble issues too and so you can't like the blind side I think like the left tackle position is overrated in football depending on who your quarterback is, but with a quarterback like Wentz who has so many fumbling troubles, you have to have a good left tackle there. That way he can be more Carson Wentz without having to worry about the turnover issues he has from that spot.
1: When you brought up Tennessee, when I look at them, I know that they might have some holes on offense, but they got to fix that defense. I mean, I thought their defense at times last year was just awful. You think that primarily they're going to go offense first, or do you think defense is a possibility, at least on Thursday?
2: Yeah, their defense last year was strange because it didn't really, it seemed like some of his talent, you know, they had Jonathan Joseph start out like cornerback. Uh, they had lost John Brown to injuries. I think a lot of it also it was too like Mike Vrabel's scheme. Like he's never been a good defensive coordinator. Even ever he had the role in Houston, he was bad at it. It was Dean Pease's defense in 2020. <laughs> but like looking at their, their roster right now defensively, I don't really see, like, very many holes at all along it. I don't really think it's a talent issue as much in Tennessee. and then they'll have a bounce back next year, just kind of natural regression. And also, I think signing Bud Dupree, a lot of people kind of hate on the signing. I really liked it because I do think is a Jadavian Clowney type of player, and he can be what they needed from Clowney last year for um, Tennessee this season. They'll unlock a lot of things they're missing there. But I wouldn't be surprised if they win defense. I just think outside receiver and right tackle is probably more important for them right now.